0: From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein, here with Pam Pibus, ASHE Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from HouseWorks. Uh, you know, today is a special drive-time edition of the show, so you'll hear some different things, but we want to get to what we do first. How are you guys been doing this morning?
1: <clears throat>
0: oh, well, y'all y'all going to jump late, <clears throat> Yeah. Pam.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I was just, I don't know. I was dilly-dallying in the office, and I looked up. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, y'all should know, Pam,
0: bunnies in here real early compared to Jeff. Jeff, you know, rolls in. Nine oh seven. I was on Jeff's know. schedule
1: this morning. Right, right. I,
0: <laughs> I, no,
2: I, I was. I thought something was wrong. Right. I get here and there's no Pam. Where so is we, she?
0: So, what are you guys working on right now, Pam? What have you been working on?
1: You know, I I took a weekend off and just relaxed. I um I had my firewood delivered what? last week and uh, had some friends over Saturday and we fired up the fire pit and. Made some chili and sat outside, and it was just awesome. Wow.
0: Man, that, that is good so for like that. that. With the weather this weekend, oh, that would have been just, yeah, that's It was just, it was
1: beautiful. It was just amazing. And then, for those of you who like to look at the sky, the, the moon last night was, oh my goodness gracious. Huh. I have a, a telescope. Did I tell you about my telescope a friend gave me? No. So, they gave me this telescope, and it's a million years old, so I took it completely apart. <laughs> Because
0: why wouldn't you?
1: Yeah. Well, it was kind of nasty. So I cleaned it all up, and uh-huh. I put it back together, and I was looking at the moon last night, and I had to get my sunglasses. Really? Wow. It was so bright. That's so cool. <laughs> Man, that is nice. Yeah, and it was up close and personal. I saw all kinds of blemishes and little dings, and the moon was just so happy. So it was, you didn't it see was, any
2: people up here, did Right.
1: Well, there was a little movement, so I don't right, know yeah. if that was a scratch on the lens. <laughs> right,
0: Let's hope. (laughs) Jeff, what have you been working on? Well,
2: I started out Friday, I think we left Friday. I started out, rode the motorcycle down to Biloxi, played around there for a minute, and got up early Sunday morning and rode to Natchez for the balloon race.
1: I bet that was awesome.
2: Well, it was. but there well, Were you
1: enjoying
0: all the great stuff that Mississippi yeah, has to offer? Well, you know, as far there, as there, fun there, stuff, there,
2: there's so much stuff to do here, and um, uh, it was. It was a great time. And then Monday morning, got up early and rode home, and that was a little challenging because it was about 56 degrees.
1: Ah, uh, on so, a motorcycle. Yeah, so it that can was be a, chilly. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was a little Did chilly. You put but,
1: on the leathers.
2: Um, I, I put on my jacket.
0: Right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> So, all right, I have been working on what has now become my new nemesis, all right? Uh, all right? This is nothing new to to any of you. However, I have a stump. Oh, boy. In my yard. A stump. All right, so get this. All right, and you're going to think, what? This is nothing, right? It was a crepe myrtle. About oh. three years ago, I cut this crepe myrtle down, and I mean right to the ground I cut this thing down. And then, you know, it wasn't really in the way, but there was this... Now it's in a part of the yard that we're beginning to we're we're going to start using. So uh, I'm putting some grass down and stuff like that. Anyway, I want to get this stump out, right? So um, I thought it's a crepe myrtle. How bad could it be, right? It can be bad. It can be horrible. <laughs> I didn't realize. Okay, so, I think those things grow to China. So the, at the at the at the very top, the, what I saw f- coming from the ground was only about six inches around. How how bad could that be? Well, you get down and there is a root ball thing mm-hmm. that is is three times the size of the. It yeah, is don't huge. dig it up near
1: your house. Your house will fall in there. I mean, I it's just it's a big hole. <laughs>
0: it, it, it's unbelievable. Well, I've done everything and I've tried all the stuff that's online that's fun. At least you know, because the first thing you want to do, right? Is pour gasoline on it and light and that sucker on, on fire. fire? Right, this is rar, the most rar, fun rar, thing you rar, can rar, do to little a Power stump.
1: maniac here,
0: but it doesn't do much of anything, to be honest with you. I mean, if you, I guess, if you did it with diesel fuel for four days, it would burn away. But it's wet wood, so anyway. Uh, but digging it out is going to take a couple of days for me. This is not a one day thing anymore. It's it's tremendous. So. Well,
1: and if you weren't in a hurry. You could drill some holes down in it and see. Then, I've already and, done that and put well, but you're in a hurry. You got to give it a couple. I mean, years really to at least let it, or at least a year,
0: right? And now just keep they do putting the poison
1: on it, and it'll it'll kill it all the way down. Now
0: they do. I looked online. You can buy these granules. That when you have a stump, you can drill the holes into it and you, you you pour the granules into it. The the granules it's 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 stump killer is what they call it. The the granule's whole job is to basically make that stump decay faster. And they say instead of years this can happen in a couple of months.
1: Have you so. tried that?
0: No, I don't want to wait a couple of months. <laughs> I, I want the stump couple, gone, We're money. back to being in right. a hurry. <laughs> right. You
2: know, we could get a stump
0: grinder. Well, it, we could. There's that. Well, see, but you call a guy for what was a six-inch stump, and the guy brings out, you know, this thing that can bring down a redwood, right. and you're going after a crepe myrtle. In the it just seems silly.
1: Well, the moral of the story is you've got to have several. Right.
2: Now, you could go to the big box store and rent a small uh, little becko. You know, uh, they have got a little bitty one. Um, you could you could rent that
1: thing. Little bitty baby, back no, home. No, yeah. no,
0: you yeah. do not. I, I do not. I am not Uh-oh. the person that Uh-oh. needs. Uh-oh. No no no. Because <laughs> here he goes. You'd have to. I would need eight one one right now because I oh, yeah. would pull up the gas line mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. So, mm-hmm. Anyway, I wanted to get a story by you guys that I that I promised uh, Jeff not to overreact to this. But uh, anyway, I read this story online. And, and I honestly, it was it. It kind of shocked me. Did you guys see the new law just signed into law in California about small engines? No, apparently no. not. No, I did Is it, not. Does it
1: have to do with exhaust?
0: It's got to do with they're gone. Oh, okay. There will be no more lawn. You cannot buy, as of January first, a lawnmower, a a gas powered lawnmower in California. Right. Mm. Or a generator. Mm. Or a leaf blower or anything with those small engines. Small engines are done in California as of January 1. They just signed the law. Now, the big thing happening is that, you know, a lot of the consumer goods, it's not that big a deal. It's kind of easy to get an electric leaf blower. Not a big deal, right? But the, the, the big thing going on is the landscapers. Who use these lawn? Who use this gas powered lawn equipment? The you know the the big dog uh, kind of equipment sure. that you see riding around that they ride on. Well, they have to get the electric version now. And the electric version, the 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 gasoline version of these big mowers, these big commercial mowers that you see, is anywhere from seven to eleven thousand dollars. Right, that's where it is. Well, it's at least double that for the electric version. And, and so there's a big, big brouhaha going on about what do we do about all these landscapes? There's a lot of business around small engines, you know, everywhere in the country. But everyone agrees that y- your car is not as much a polluter, uh, a pollu- polluter like in the moment as a small engine like that, because there is no regulation on a small engine. There is no exhaust issue on it. It's simply exhaust. So, so they were outlawing it.
2: You know, I can see this happening. Uh, they're not going to come get your mower. No, 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 no. You can keep the one you have. Right. We will see lawnmowers in California that are 50 years old. Right, yeah. <laughs> so they'll just to keep We're just going to keep fixing them. Like yeah. cars in Cuba? That's right. Exactly. Which is,
1: you know, and then we're going to save maybe our landfills a little bit because we can, you know, I'm a big advocate of using stuff right. that, instead of buying stuff. Right. And so I like that. But it's funny thing you should say that. I was in the big box store the other day, and you know how sometimes you'll go to you go to the big box store because you need a screw, and you walk out with a coffee maker. Right, yeah, You know yeah. how that works. Well, so I was in there just kind of – I was I had a little time dilly-dallying around, and I was looking. And I came across – I was down in the lawnmower aisle because I was thinking about getting an electric lawnmower.
0: I, there's, a, there's two people in my neighborhoods that are now using them. Our, our yards are – are the size where, where one would be usable. Yeah. And that's, you know, if you're under an acre, it's not a big it's not, not a, a big thing. deal, yeah. Uh, but anyway, I, I thought there's no way. There is no way an electric mower can actually do this through St. Augustine, man. This grass is not easy to get through. I mean, so um, anyway, th- the people in my neighborhood doing it just fine. And the cool thing is we take a walk in the evening and someone's mowing, And
1: it's so quiet. And it's so
0: quiet. (laughs) Yeah, there's all you hear is the blade whirring. Yeah, the
1: one thing I had the questions out for me, and maybe we'll have some folks that can tell us on this is that I mulch my leaves, so I was wondering how it would work, you know, with that the large amount of leaves I have in my yard. I do the same thing. So, because the mower I've got now is probably about 10 or 15 years old, and I, I just keep getting it fixed. I mean, well, I've had things replaced on it and done.
0: Well, it's one of our common mistakes. Uh, we believe that the electric motors aren't as strong as the gas motors. And let me say that that is proven over and over and over again. That is not the case. They're I'll actually you what, extremely strong.
1: <laughs> you sit in a Tesla. i got okay. a friend who has it's one of those things. It's a rocket. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is fast.
0: Right. Well, today, you know, it's, it's cool. Today, we're going to talk about something that we always get questions about, which is fireplaces, chimneys. And, you know, it, we're as dumb every year as everyone else is, which is we thought about the idea for this show the first day it got a little chilly. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, we need to have the fireplace guy. Well, that's what everybody did. I wish we think to do this in July. We never do. You know.
1: Well, actually, I do because that's about the time I order my firewood. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I have a because I I use my fireplace. It's an Same insert. Here. Same. Yeah, yeah, and so I mean, I use it every year, and I I'll blow through two cords of wood. Um.
0: Well, you remember I, I on this show a couple of weeks ago, I I, I did all of my uh, chopped up all the firewood for the season, so I'm ready for it now. We hope. Anyway, uh, we'll be talking. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun too. We're going to be talking to Santa's friend, Chimney Service, and we've got Heather Perkins coming up in the uh, in the next segment. And and we've talked about this before. Before we go, Jeff, supply chain. We were just talking about some flooring that you were waiting on <laughs> and come in. And I'm all I can see when you mention flooring that's not coming in is. Is this picture in my head of, of the the port of Los Angeles and twenty six ships out there waiting for it to come in? Right. Is that what we're dealing with? I'm
2: afraid we are. Yeah, pretty um, much. Now, I, I, I will tell you. I don't know how this happened, but I ordered a eighteen inch. Most ice makers are twelve inch. Oh, mm-hmm. but this one this one particular ice maker was eighteen inches wide. I ordered that on Wednesday. Tuesday, mm-hmm. Wednesday of last week. Right, I got it yesterday.
0: Whoa, really? Yeah. Wow. So I guess so it's just off? the product.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I don't know if it's that or we don't buy as many eighteen inch as we do twelve inch.
0: So they might have had some in the bin.
2: May have had, you know. Yeah. So, but but our our our, our window um, our window orders are still you know twenty weeks out. 20 we,
0: weeks for a we, window?
2: We, we are literally ordering windows before we ever um, um, pour our foundation, before we ever get really? our permit, before we – sometimes before we even have the lot. Uh, we You're know, ordering windows? We, we know what house we're going to build, so we go ahead and – And uh, and and get the windows. I've got. That's a new level of planning. Yeah, it's 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 tough to build right now. I've got probably six or seven houses with no windows.
0: Really, Mm -hmm. wait, just waiting for windows. Yeah. Wow.
2: So the supply chain's a real deal.
0: Wow. That's something else. Well, folks, this is uh, this is going to be fun. It's our time for our first break. When we return, we're going to be talk uh, talk about keeping your chimney clean with Heather Perkins from Santa's Friends Chimney Service. But first, we want to thank you for listening to Fix It One Hundred and One on MPB Think Radio. This is the third day of our brief fall fundraising campaign, and we're asking you to do something for the love of Mississippi. It's an opportunity to support your community through a gift that is not for, uh, that this not-for-profit radio station. We
2: Or listen anytime by subscribing to the show through your favorite podcasting app.
0: You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pivas, she's certified an inspector and inspect it like a girl, and licensed contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Man, it is this time of year we're doing this, so we're going to be talking chimneys and fireplaces. Here on Fix It 101, we love to highlight our local folks. Of course, you've heard this as long as we've been on the air. The services they provide, we love it. Because Mississippi has its own set of home issues that are you know, unique to our area, not everybody's got Yazoo clay, so... That's us. In the past, we've talked to chimney. We've talked chimney sweeps with said Bledsoe of Fireplace Chimney Sweep Solutions, but we thought it would be good to spread the love because man, there's more chimneys than these guys could ever get to. So now we welcome to the show Santa's Friendly Chimney Service Heather Perkins. Heather, are you with us? I am. How are
3: you today?
0: Very good. How's it going? How, how's business, Heather?
3: It is busy. Very busy.
0: <laughs> I would imagine you guys. So. I just I'm I'm curious. How many calls would you guys get in a day in October?
3: Um right now I'm I'm counting about fifty calls a day. Wow.
0: And and how many how many chimneys can you do in a day?
3: Um ten ten to twelve. Okay.
0: On location. <laughs> so this, this 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 math is going to be bad.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> we need some more people climbing the
2: right, 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 right. That's sure.
1: right.
0: <laughs> well, it's good to know that you're out there. We do, of course. Uh, we've got we've got some uh, some questions for you, and I got a couple of emails you might be able to help with too. So, uh, first question. Okay. Now, be honest. Now, don't give me the answer that, that they tell you to tell me. Tell me what you think. Should I get my <laughs> chimney, actually, should I have to get my chimney cleaned every year? Can we like every other year?
3: Um, it just depends on how much you burn. So if you burn, we say if you burn more than a quart of wood a year, you should have it cleaned every year. Okay. If you burn less than that, then usually, it just depends on um, what type of wood, you know, the moisture of the wood that you're burning. Um, the goal is to get the mo- the heat up up and out of the chimney as fast as possible. So if you're having, if you're letting it kennel for a long time, um, or if you burn, like I said, more than one quarter of wood, then you you need to have it cleaned every year.
1: Okay. So I qualify. So you qualify because <laughs> you just said
0: you're doing two cords a year.
1: Yeah, I do a cord and a half to two cord. I mean, a cord and one half to two cords a year. But no, I'm like, using a wood burning stove, so I'm no, burning. No, I do want to
0: say this. I, I want to ask this because we're we're talking uh, jargon amongst each other. We're not explaining. So. Tell us uh, what is a cord of wood? People talk about this all the time. How much is that?
1: It's a it's measured four by four by eight, or four, eight by four yeah. by
0: four.
1: <laughs> Does someone have right? an answer? Eight for by that? four by four. Eight by four by four. <laughs> eight by four, by four. Yeah. yeah. Correct. yeah
2: eight 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 long four high
1: and four wide and four
2: wide right or or you know where the confusion comes in some people
0: say two wide no way. that what are you talking about sticks? which would be 16 feet long right four sticks or feet no feet and okay. then you've got four a feet. face
1: cord or a cord i learned that this past yeah i don't know about a, a face a cord. face cord is basically a half a cord
0: okay now <laughs> right. i heard another one is a row if you've never heard of a row. A row is actually the back of a pickup truck and it's a, a row of wood to the top of the back of that pick but just one stick in. You follow yeah. me? So it's just you, you 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 stack that up on the on basically the tail of a pickup truck.
1: Right, about as much which as is, you can get there, and which is what a lot of folks in Mississippi are going to get because they're not—we're not—we're right. not serious fireplace people here.
0: Well, and you can tell <laughs> because of how much would we buy at the quickie marts. It, it, it yeah. floors yeah, me that yeah. we will pay $7 for four sticks of wood.
1: Well, this is probably right. what's keeping Heather in business is that folks will burn That's nasty right. wood. Right. <laughs> You're correct.
0: Tell me about that, Heather. Is that, is that like a no-no, that wood from the Quickie Mart?
3: It's not. It's not a no-no. Actually, um, most of that wood is a lot drier than, um, it, you know, it's more seasoned. Okay. You know, it burns, when, you, when you buy it, even though it's so expensive, it burns really quick. Um, and, and, you know, that's the goal, like I said, is to make sure Hmm. the moisture is, um, you get the heat up and out of the chimney as fast as possible. Um, we always recommend to buy a moisture meter. And if your moisture is um, below twenty percent, then it's perfect to burn. If it's above twenty percent, it gets a little harder to burn it, and it makes your chimney actually dirtier. I never you thought about that. Huh? You can get them for like seven bucks off of Amazon or oh, yeah. at your local um, Home Depot.
1: Oh well, as a home inspector, I've got several. Oh, I'm gonna go wow. test my wood when I get this home. <laughs>
3: There you
0: go. That's so cool, Heather. I appreciate that. So, yes. all right. Uh, we <laughs> We've talked to uh, Chimney sweep Pretty much every year of this show has been on since 2014. Um, and I ask this every year, and I'm going to have some follow-ups, but what is the best wood to burn?
3: That is, I get that question all the time. Right? Um, it's actually, there's not a... There's not one better than the other. It's just making sure that the moisture is correct. So I get a lot of people that say, I'm burning oak. I'm not burning pine. Um, actually, that is just a myth. As long as your moisture is um, correct, then it doesn't matter what type of wood you burn.
0: That's so funny. You know, the the original owner, God bless his soul, of uh, Santa's friend, uh, who was the, mm-hmm. uh, was the original guest on this show. Uh, mm-hmm. We asked him the same question. What's the best wood to burn? He said, free. <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> free wood yeah i remember that
0: yeah so um but it's 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 a lot it's a lot of fun what is what is the difference now, we hear this all the time and i know jeff talks to people all the time about this but what is the difference between vented and non-vented gas logs and jeff i am going to let you speak in on this after she's done but heather tell me the difference there
3: Okay, so the, the most, I get this a lot. So what I tell people, because if you get into actually like the piping and stuff like that, it gets a little, they might not understand. So the best way to um, describe it to customers is a vented set of gas logs. You have to actually open the damper. Um, that means you have, to let, you have to open the damper and let the heat out. Non-vented, your chimney stays capped off, so you don't have to open the damper. You just light, so you just turn on the gas logs, and then you're ready to go. And you don't have to have your chimney um, cleaned if you have a set of non-vented gas logs. We always recommend you have them cleaned before installed, you know, before everything's tapped off. Um, and with vented gas logs, you still have to have your chimney cleaned.
0: Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, yeah. we're learning lots of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Jeff, you, I've heard you recommend... Something in particular when you talk about uh, building and putting in fireplaces in homes, what is the thing that you typically recommend?
2: Well, we do a masonry firebox,
0: uh-huh.
2: uh, and we use non-vented uh, gas logs. Right, uh, it's it's um, it's very economical to build a fireplace that way. Uh-huh. Um, now, if we keep doing this, then our chimney sweeps will be out of business because there's no chimneys.
0: <laughs> right. So but everybody it, likes an old home. No, so. I love
2: yeah. <laughs> I love a wood burning fireplace. We we just built one in Lexington actually. Um it was a real wood burner. I mean it was a nice right. nice fireplace. I love to build them. But um they are expensive, so most people opt to save the money and and go ventless right. inside and then outside we will do you know the the real fireplace where we can burn. Well, this. yeah,
0: the the ventless is when you've decided this is uh, this is a decoration on the wall, right? I, I want pretty fire looking things on the wall, and that and, yeah.
2: and you push a button and the flames comes on and everything. Right, looks it's not good. necessarily it, about heating not, anything or yeah. Well, actually, those those do uh, heat uh, much better uh, than the than the vented. Really? Oh yeah! Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah! 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 Because all the heat's inside. Well, something
1: but. you got to be careful about too is people will retrofit oh. and come back and put a ventless and a vented, and the problem with that yeah. is the amount of heat. Right. So you've just got to be careful whenever uh. you start retro.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, let me. I've got a question here, an email that I want to go to. Um, we have our. Right, here we go. Heather, this one's right up your alley. We have a fireplace. Okay. Uh, we've got a fireplace insert that smokes every time we use the fireplace. This reeks of... of anyway. We, we go to every length to heat the firebox first so the chimney will draw. Once the fire is started and begins to dwindle... In any way, smoke comes out of the fireplace. Smoke comes out when we begin the fire. Smoke comes out at times while the fire is still going on. But most of the time, and always, smoke comes out when the fire dwindles and is about to go out. Please help. I hate my fireplace.
3: (laughs) That's an actual (laughs) email. Okay. So usually, it depends if if they've ever had it cleaned. Um, Usually when it starts smoking, uh, when it comes to inserts, it could be extremely dirty. Another thing is, is it could be a draft problem. So there's a lot of different variables when it comes to an insert. Um, now we, you know, the code used to be you could have an old burning, um, you know, insert and just stick it inside the fireplace. Now right. the code is, you know, you need to have a stainless steel liner connected to the top in order for it to not build, um, have a lot of creosote build up and oh. um, you won't have to have it cleaned um, as often. Right. Um, but in her case, or that person's case, I would say that, that it's either really dirty and it's just never been pulled out and cleaned properly, mm-hmm. um, or they're having a draft problem. Either there could be a door that's closed to the fireplace and they open it, it bring, or they have a ceiling fan on, or the AC return is too close. There's a lot of different variables um, when it comes to smoke coming back into the home.
0: Okay. Yeah, my, my favorite thing is is we've had uh, questions like this on the show before. And it's my—it's it, one of my favorite things. P- people in Mississippi want to want to go start a fire when it's sixty-five degrees outside. <laughs> That's right. And they want it to <laughs> yeah,
3: draw. <you> know. <laughs> That's
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, physically, yeah. it's a you know. And I had this issue on mine, and Jim actually fixed it. Was um, it just wasn't drawing right, right. and it was because when Paul Paul put it in, the owner before me, yeah. they, the they just left the regular you know, cement flew, right, and so there yeah. was no draw right. on it. And there's a math to to this, believe it or yeah. not. There's a it's the physics of it. And wh- another reason we have a lot of problem here in Mississippi, it's called humidity. Right. And when the air is really thick, it's hard for it to get a draw <laughs> right. up that right. chimney. And so if it's sixty five degrees and eighty five percent relative humidity. It's coming back now. Good luck, yeah. it's coming. <laughs>
3: That's right. That's
0: right. I
1: have
3: customers that try to burn all year round, and it just doesn't work. It <laughs> just no. doesn't work. Turn
0: on the AC, light a fire. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> winter in the south. Just right.
1: not roasted. All right.
0: Well, um, okay, so if if uh, I've got it, this is one of my favorite questions. What kind of critters have you found in chimneys? <laughs>
3: um, I have, we have found owls, raccoons, bats, um, snakes.
1: Whoa! Um,
3: yes. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Hang on, let's stop the
0: list. <laughs> a snake in a chimney?
3: <laughs> yes, we found, um, one of our customers, we did find a um, chicken snake. It was like six feet long.
0: <gasps> really?
3: Yes. Six feet? It was a, um, it was a pretty long one, and um, she just didn't have a cap on the top of her chimney. Um, and so they just pulled
0: problems. up and took all that warmth and... That's wow, nice. I guess she did burn a lot. <laughs> you know, I guess she didn't use the.
3: Well,
1: that snake was taking care of the other things that were coming in the. That's <laughs>
0: true. yeah Well, nice. if you're going to have a snake, that's a good one to I guess have. That's a good place yeah. to put them. Yeah. That's
3: right. Uh, if we get that, we found we've found a lot.
0: A lot of that. Okay. All right. You know, we're going to come back to you here in just a minute. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. Please think about why you choose MPB as your station for news and thoughtful discussion, and then support everything you love about MPB by contributing what you think is fair. Do that by calling 888-372-4483 or give three minutes online at mpbonline.org. Deep South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard
2: greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB public media app.
0: You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, Ashley's Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from HouseWorks. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or our MPB public media app. Go check that out now. Uh, On the line with us, we still have Heather Perkins from Santa's Friends Chimney Service. And uh, thank you for joining us for our last segment. I've got a couple of emails, and one of them is going to really turn the screws on you here. You ready, Heather? We get this question every time. What is (laughs) – you're going to hate me for this. What is a round figure – estimate for cleaning a single chimney this is actually an email from lee and Bellzone. uh what is the round figure estimate for cleaning a single chimney and about how long does it take to complete the cleaning process and do you need to call way in advance thanks lee so okay. what do you think heather
3: um so it just depends on what area you're in we go by area how tall the chimney is um, how much would you have burned if it's ever been cleaned? So right now, we're our basic price is anywhere between two hundred and nineteen and two hundred and fifty. Like I said, it just depends on, you know, how tall the chimney is, um, how dirty it is.
0: So let's just so, say two hundred and fifty, right? Around right. that ballpark.
3: The worst
0: case scenario, two hundred and fifty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So, and uh, how long does it take to do?
3: It takes about forty-five minutes to an hour and a half. It just depends on what we find when we get there, because with every inspection, with every cleaning, we automatically have to do an inspection. So um, it just depends on what we find. Sometimes we end up having to pull the camera out, and that can take a, a little longer to right. find any concerns. Okay. So basically, it's forty-five minutes to an hour and a half.
0: And and you know it's 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 terrible. They asked this question. We talked about this at the beginning of the show. You can do about ten a day, and you get about fifty calls a day. So. Yeah, call as far in advance as you absolutely can is the answer.
3: Um, Right now, I'm booked until almost the end of November. And um, so we always say, you know, start calling around August to get on the schedule.
1: Wow. Okay. All right. So call as far in advance as possible. Well, and if you're going to, if you're like me, then you just, I know that I'm going to have it cleaned every year. So what I try to do is towards the end of the burning season, I want to give them a call and go ahead and get on the schedule for in the summer.
0: Oh, I, it didn't even occur to me that you. you clean it in the summer. Why it's not? not like you have to clean it again in the
1: winter. Yeah, I'm not going to use it in right. the summer. So, huh? That's a good yeah. point. Okay. We
3: also give discounts. Um, we give discounts for um, the summer cleanings, just because it. We usually save the winter. We try to save the winter for new customers, and we say we try to keep the summer months for our regular annual customers.
0: Right. Okay, uh, I'm going to go back to an email here, and and, um, this one, I'm not sure if this one's going to be you or another person, but, all right, I was listening to your show in the car. My fireplace problem is the keyhole where the gas supply can be turned on and off as needed was leaking slightly. Someone from the gas company turned it off completely and said I need to get a repair done before using the fireplace again. Who can I call to get this repaired? What kind of person? what plumber. i call plumber <laughs> plumber a plumber,
1: plumber. Okay. Yeah. yeah right need a plumber need a plumber
0: and uh, so wait a second does uh, the guy that does the you know under my toilet stuff he can also put that pretty brass key in and make all that work and stuff
1: that's yeah. yeah 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 the gas yeah, line um, yeah
2: he, do. he does plumbing and gas um now i guess there could be some plumbers that don't do gas i don't i don't I, I, it's it's plumbing and gas, or you can call some heat and air companies. Also, um, have qualified technicians to do gas. Right. Okay. okay. And, if it, and if it's propane, that's a total different animal. Um,
0: you would call your propane company. You, you would
2: you would call your propane yeah. right. uh, supplier for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different license.
0: Okay. So. Okay we've heard on this show a million times a term called a chimney cap and and you know whatever you envision in your head heather help us out with that what is a chimney cap
3: okay a chimney cap is um there's multiple different kinds um the most common one is a 13 by 13 stainless steel it looks like a little bitty house that sits on top of the the chimney um it has a screen all the way around all four sides it just keeps you know birds um uh,
1: debris, anything like that, rain uh, from uh, coming into the
3: home. Will it keep a snake out, <laughs> right? Yes, <laughs>
1: anyway. uh, yes. I'm still. I'm we worried want about that. that. One. Yeah, yeah I'm like, that's the one that's I need right. to keep. Out of you there. have trees over <laughs> your house. <laughs> I don't, thank goodness. And you know that is something that we'll call in an inspection if you've got a wood wood burning. A, a chimney, uh-huh. a wood-burning fireplace, insert, whatever, and you've got big limbs hanging over that chimney, you got a problem. Right. Oh, that yeah. Correct.
0: That's uh, a true. fire hazard.
3: You
0: know, our main I didn't think about the fire hazard.
3: Bird. Yep. yep. It is a fire hazard. Yep.
0: I, I was just there's thinking fire of fire. the angle of if you have uh, especially larger limbs near your chimney area, you're going to get critters. You're almost guaranteed you, there's a way to get to your chimney. Straight from the tree. Yes. So, <laughs> raccoons, all kinds of neat old things mm-hmm. can get in That's there. That's
3: right. Mm-hmm. Can can yes.
0: big animals like that get in there? Have you guys found big stuff in there?
3: We have. We found, um, like I said, we found raccoons, squirrels, you know, and once they get in there, they can't get out. And so, the sad thing is that they end up usually um, passing because they can't find a way out of the chimney. So, we always always encourage having a cap just because everybody gets birds every year. And, um and other critters can get in. You know, you know we, we always, if you don't have a cap, we encourage no limbs. If you Because a lot of people will just put a screen up there and then take it off when they get ready to burn. Um, but we always encourage a cap. It's just safer for the animals, and it keeps, keeps you safe.
0: Okay. Um, all right, here's another email question that came in that reminds me of the keyhole in a little bit. But I have a gas fireplace that has an automatic button on it. Uh, when it is turned on it goes back out and does not come back on. We stopped using it. Now when we turn it on we push the starter button and now it won't light. Do these type fireplaces need to have gas added? We have only been in the house eight years and haven't been able to use the fireplace. Um, mm-hmm. I'm think, I'm thinking this might be maybe a propane uh, yeah, fire. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm confused right. about that email.
0: What, what do you
2: think Heather? Um,
3: it could be the igniter um, I would always say call you know who and if they know who installed it I would say call them or call your um, your lo- if it's propane you know call your local propane company um, but sometimes it could just be that igniter it's just not set properly when that when they hit that button um, so whoever there's like I said their local propane or whoever installed it would need to come and look at
1: it. And there may be a couple of other things going on here. If that is a ventless fireplace, uh-huh. it has a device on it called an oxygen depletion sensor. And that ODS, if it is working correctly, if the gas is not clean and you're burning and creating carbon monoxide, it will not light. Really? It's a safety mechanism yeah. that is in place for a reason. So the Gas logs may not be working correctly and yeah. could be dangerous. It's kind of like, you know, people who their carbon monoxide alarm will go off and they just tear it off the wall. Right. <laughs> yeah. you're like, well, yeah. <laughs> I think I was trying to tell you something. <laughs> so that, that was
0: annoying, so I threw it away. Yeah,
1: so All I, right. yeah. Where's that? Where is it? Well, well, so that's the same thing on these fireplaces. They're built with safety mechanisms in them. So if something's not acting right, you know, and I'll see people what they'll do is, you know, they'll just bypass the ODS and the and the starter, mm-hmm. and they'll just turn the gas on and then put a match in there. Well, yep. just don't go to sleep anywhere near that fireplace. You may not wake up. Oh.
3: That's right. And actually, the placement of the logs can also um, yep cause the ODS factor, so that need, they need to make sure the placement is correct on that. They don't need to try to go in there and rearrange it, because a lot of people will try to clean them themselves or they'll rearrange it, and that can be um, that can cause the ODS thing to happen. And as well. if
1: you've got that'll cause the soot buildup. Like if your gas logs yeah. are turning black, saw my right.
0: Ah, right. Well, well, Heather, that reminds me. Um, okay, so if if we have a little backlog, and we know that it's going to take a couple of days for you to get there, and or any chimney sweep today, um, <laughs> let me ask uh, if I can if I can do like a little check for myself in my head is there any sort of little checklist something a homeowner to check for to make sure their fireplace and chimney is you know not going to blow them up is it going to work okay what what can we look for
3: (laughs) um you know as far as when it comes to an actual wood-burning fireplace you know for interest i can't say yeah we i can give them you know just you know uh use common sense (laughs) you know look up in the chimney if it looks really really dirty you know, just wait to hold off, have us come. When it comes to gas, I always say every year you should always have your local plumber come out and inspect the lines every year to make sure you stay safe. Because every, a chimney changes, the anatomy changes every single year. Um, and even with gas, like I said, um, I don't have, I'm not licensed in gas. So when it comes to gas, I just tell everybody when they call me I, and ask if they can light a fire. I always say call your local plumber first and make sure that you're safe and, and you have your lines tested.
0: Right. Okay, well, I know that um, you know one of the one of the reasons we first brought Jeff on the uh, on the show was uh, permits and insurance. and uh, mm-hmm. the one thing that we that we heard a lot of stories in the beginning of were uh, home remodels because of the fireplace, unfortunately seems to be the place well of course it's where you're starting a fire in the house so it might be where the fire starts so I mean but sure. you've had to make a lot of uh, you've had to rebuild a lot of homes because of this right
2: yes yes we, we mm-hmm. have and and you know a lot a lot is to do with not cleaning the the uh, chimney because what happens it builds up with creosote mm-hmm. and then the creosote catches on fire and the flue is designed um, not to build a fire in a flue is designed <laughs> right. to, 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 the, to so vent the it. excess gases and smoke leave the leave the home and um oh,
0: right. so uh, wow.
1: well yeah. um, you know my embarrassing story you know, I tried to burn my house down about 16 years ago in my fireplace. Uh, Yeah. The fireman, right before he went in the house, looked at me and said, aren't you a home inspector? (laughs) Oh, no way. (laughs) I was like, shut up. Get in there and put that thing out. And it was because there was a portion in my attic that you couldn't get to, so I never saw this, but they had built the chimney flue right up against. They had put two by four, wood two by four, right on that flue. And here I am burning a very, very, very hot um, fire trying to burn the house down.
0: Oh, man. Yep.
1: It well, was a bad day.
0: We've reached that point. <laughs> Heather Perkins from Santa's Friend Chimney Service, thank you so Thanks, much for Heather. joining us today and making it a thank great show. You. We appreciate your time. Well, have a great day. You too. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Yes, you. And if you want to become a sustaining member to help bring this show and many others to listen across the state and beyond, visit our website, mpbonline.org, or call 888 372 4483. That's 888 888- 3724483 Stay tuned because coming up next at 10 is Everyday Tech with Jay White and join us here next Wednesday for another edition of Fix It 101 Hurt Only on MPB Think Radio